it's been a minute. I'd love to cite like a summer holiday. I was scaling Machu Picchu or in Italy and Greece, like literally my entire Instagram feed. But the truth is that I was definitely just watching Real Housewives of Orange County yet again. And it's very bleak and I'm deeply aware of that. So now that we're back, we have a new theme this month. It's called Y2 Queen Month. If you're not seeing the vision there, it's like Y2K and then K for Queen. I know I'm so innovative. God bless. Uh, This one was going to happen from the inception. Like everybody loves that early aughts nostalgia, all of those movies. And this movie in particular is one of my favorites. We're going to do a double feature for the first time today with my friend Carly, who has been on the pod before she did the sweetest thing we were supposed to have our friend amanda as well and have our little angels trio but alas we didn't and as i just gave it away it's the charlie's angels movies it is one of our favorite movies ever it's kind of what bonded us as friends amongst others and carly and i went very off book today uh buckle up because it is just a roller coaster of chaos there's very little direction uh we switch between both movies constantly we just talk about random lines uh there's a lot of horrible asmr so i'm so sorry to you but i think it's amazing and it's a supersized since i've been gone so long so enjoy and this these movies i don't think are streaming anywhere i think like if you have a youtube premium account maybe so Good luck finding them when you've listened to this and you desperately want to rewatch. Another movie from an old TV show. Uh, what are you gonna do? Walk out. They go where no one else dares. They do what no one else can. So when there's only one chance to get it right, they're the ones to call. Who are you people? Damn, I hate to fly. But they only answer to me. My name is Charlie. Meet the most elite crime-fighting force ever assembled. They've got techniques you never dreamed of. You know, I signed that release waiver, so you can just feel free to stick things in my slot. Good morning, angels. Good morning, Charlie. Meet Roger Corwin. He's planning to steal a new software that can trace a voice signal anywhere in the world. That's where you come in, Angel. Charlie, would that mean undercover? I'll leave that up to you, Bosley. Oh, boy. Columbia Pictures presents... Thousand dollars. The girl catches him. A new breed of knockout. Could you hold on a second? It's just been kind of crazy this week at work. Cameron Diaz. I'm like a virgin, you know? I mean, it's my first time. Here. Drew Barrymore. A little help? Lucy Liu. At your service. And Bill Murray. I love fire. (laughs) This season, get some action. Charlie's Angels. And that's kicking your So this is my first in-person podcast. No pressure. <laughs> um, None whatsoever. There were a lot of people who wanted to do this episode, and I said, 
thanks, but no thanks. I've enlisted two specialists for this. <laughs> and one of them let us down because she has a life uh, and responsibilities. And one does not. <laughs> and one, you know, and I don't. Um, we have plenty of time on a Sunday for this. The priorities are high for Charlie's Angels. Spoiler alert. Are- <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is why I'm a solo act, you guys. <laughs> Only child life. <laughs> we are covering... A double header for the first time in podcast history in the whole 10 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Episode 10, it's getting wild. We are covering both Charlie's Angels and Charlie's Angels full throttle, more importantly. Um, we were going to try to achieve a, a triple and do the reboot, but you know what? Too much. Save that for another time. We, that deserves its own analyses and compare and contrast. <laughs> That's a different essay for a different day. Um, We only have time for two out of the three. Two out of three ain't bad. So Charlie's Angels came out when I think we were in fifth grade. 10 years old. Little 10 year old. Carly (laughs) and Ruby running through the field. Let us also really quickly acknowledge Amanda, who is going to be here and be the third angel. But, you know, some missions, you have to just work with what you've got. Yeah. As we'll get into, Drew Barrymore ran away halfway through the second movie. So but you know that's what? like a little of what's happening. She returned. And so and will so Amanda. Amanda. <laughs> and so will Amanda. Exactly. I love your perspective. You're much sweeter than I am. I was like, no, she's gone. She's cut. staying in Mexico. Cut off. Not cut off, but I didn't expect her to come back to this. <laughs> Which reality is this? We scared her. Yeah. She was like, this is too much, too soon. Commitment. Not her thing. She just got married, but commitment to us. Not her thing. Uh, Moving right along and forgetting about her. Uh, (laughs) So we're little 10-year-olds frolicking. I was still in Florida. You were in Virginia. Mm -hmm. So we were not friends yet. But give me like a little insight into what this movie means to you. No pressure. It was on... I mean, I had the DVD. Oh, yeah. And it was... I mean, it was a comfort movie. It was on repeat all the time. I'm pretty sure I don't have any more because it got scratched to shit. Like, it's just. Oh, I've still got the orange. You got the ice. I know you do. Because they but took it the off. One. That's they, the one I have. They took it off streaming. It was literally on streaming like two or three weeks ago when this idea was first proposed. I think I watched the original on Netflix or well, I shouldn't say the original. The original, sure, sure. The original film. The film. Um. I think I watched it on Netflix not too long ago and just for fun because I just threw hello. It, hello. And sometimes you sing a little fun. And uh then whenever I knew you were gonna do this podcast, I was like, oh, let's rewatch it. And I had to sift the internet to find it. You had a Mark Zuckerberg hack the internet. Yeah, but it, actually my friend Cameron uh gave me his uh, his YouTube account and of course he owns them. So Yes. I streamed them. Come through, Cameron. You're missed as well. We'll bring you. We'll bring you for the case two episode. Well, because I need that. Obviously, I've talked. We talked about this on the other episode sure. that I was on. That this movie, I was. I realized that I didn't just think that these. <laughs> I don't want to be these, these girls. <laughs> I didn't want to be these women. I wanted to be with these women. <laughs> you realized you were a gay. I was a gay whenever <laughs> I. It. You're it, like I have tinglies. I was just like all all like grin ear to ear every time this movie I watched it. Versus, I really thought I could be a secret agent. Right. I mean, and it, then I was like, <laughs> that's okay. probably why I like spy movies now. 
is because of Charlie's Angels. I love a spy spy kids. Spy, well, we have to get into the spy kids in one episode. Spy in the kids can be a that is a that's that's, that's interesting. A whole ass that's concept. that's a whole nother realm. I mean, Junie, but but my Sims. We just got uh, Sims at my apartment, and uh, my my Sim is a secret agent. Partially, probably because of this film as well. Yes. Did you ever watch the show or no? Like the 70s show? You know, I never did. Oh. I mean, I knew uh, culturally, like knew I, I knew it. about it, but these are my angels. Oh, okay. So I was like, a, I was a little bit of a Charlie's Angels fan of the 70s ones because they played on TV land. So mm-hmm. my grandma asked would wake up at like 6 30 a.m and like eat cereal watching them before i'd go to school i was full pokemon so, mode i was watching them. oh see there's the divert like pokemon whomst i got one set of cards and i was like <laughs> i was i, I was, got rid of them my sister like i would wake my sister always was like well, why does carly get to watch these shows and well because carly woke up early to watch these shows before school like Sorry that you can't. So this is a Cassie dig episode. Oh, that was a dig? <laughs> this is a shit on Cassie episode. She'll be on soon. She'll be on in the future. So I know, she will. She'll be digging back. I'm, I'm sure. sure. I'm sure. That's what I hear sisters are like. She loves these movies too. I mean, we would always, we'd be in the bonus room watching these. Come on, bonus room. Come on, bonus room. My or a frog, if you will. What is that? The finished room above the garage. Oh, come on, acronym. I did mm. not know about that. That Dana told me about that. Or oh, the wealthy, not above. Finish room over the garage because that would be frag. <laughs> <laughs> not the frag. <laughs> Get in the frag, kids. <laughs> I'm done. I didn't even pick up on that. I was like, "Yep, <laughs> you're frog. sure." Above frog. is an O. Above the garage. Yes, if you're pronouncing it correctly. <laughs> That's like another Drew Barrymore. <laughs> Standard American is E R. Standard <laughs> British is R E. So unless you're a pretentious American. Drew Barrymore bringing it back we always I mean it'll come full circle so yeah Charlie's Angels this was my jam my parents gave me like a little tv with a VCR very early on in life so that I would leave them alone (laughs) so that's why we have this podcast everybody because what should she do watch movies alone in her room shout out I'm okay (laughs) (laughs) everything's all right (laughs) we weren't allowed to have the that in our or like that that kind of like like electronics electronics in our room so that's why we had everything in the frack yeah (laughs) my parents did everything that they don't recommend by the cdc for children's (laughs) development and here we are (laughs) perfect so we'll kind of run through the first and second movies just like high level overview and then we're going to give you like a little bit of a compare contrast uh thesis dissertation situation it's going to be very intellectual um, and by that, I mean, we're going to do whatever the fuck we want in whatever order it comes to us naturally, because there's so much to cover. So much surface area. There's too much to cover. It's like a face full of pores. Whiteheads, <laughs> blackheads, cystic acne. We're covering it all. Oh, wow. Extractions. Sorry. Aggressive. It's something on my mind lately. Um, okay. So movie one. And I think it bears to say, like, also Drew Barrymore, this was, like, her gig. Like, this was her production company, I think, like, produced these movies. Mm-hmm. So she was very involved, which I was like, hmm, it can show because, like, she's kind of the little center of the angels both times. I was like, all right, girl. <laughs> like, come on, ego. Like, the, the not the problem causer. I, well, maybe, yeah. But, like, like, the protagonist. The rifts. Yeah. Between. Yeah. She, she, she doing a lot. The trio. Her story is always story A, you know, mm-hmm. out of the three. So 
Lucy yeah. Liu, always the C plot. Racism. I think so. Mm-hmm. They don't want to say it, but racist. We were literally saying before we started, we were like, watch, rewatch these movies. They held up. Cultur- Except culturally, they did not, like appropriation wise. There were just some instances. It's not overall actually pretty okay movie. Yeah. But there were a couple little. Okay, we didn't need like, to say that. A little, it, it's what it's what the culture now knows as a microaggression. Mm-hmm. That's what we call that now. Um, and you know, like a little brown face on Miss Drew in oh, the belly dancing the, scene. Yeah, the first one. Yeah, yeah, little little brown face little right bit, there. Yeah. So you know, no one's perfect, I guess. That's what Miley Cyrus one's saying as in Montana. Could have cut that out, but that's okay. But I we're. Mean, we're acknowledging and then we're quickly swiftly moving you ready for this it was 22 years ago so we need to remember that 2000 i know i just keep thinking it's like 2019 i know i constantly think (laughs) like like, it's 2009 (laughs) (laughs) like like, i can wear that outfit out like yesterday i wore like i felt like a fraud i was wearing a crop top with like a high-waisted short and vans and i was like Am I trying to be Am I a young person <laughs> and like failing miserably because I'm like, what is this on my body? Yeah. And very that. I just don't go out anymore. Oh, well, there's an option too. No, no I, <laughs> I, I never just... have an option to not go out. <laughs> anyway, that's a whole nother pandemic that's a different reasoning. therapy session. Um, okay. So both of the movies is like the broad, like if you've seen the show before, they're three little, like they're private investigator. They work for a private investigations firm and they go on special missions. So each movie is a different mission and movie one, like even though people know about Charlie's Angels, you're establishing like meeting the characters. Their mission is that like some technology man got kidnapped per like under the presumption that they wanted his software to like enact evil deeds. We're not really like, caring too much about the mission right now but we're just telling you because we're gonna have to describe the characters later yeah the mission's um, fine it's just to, it's then, basically they're fine and then they you find out the people. victim is actually the villain plot twist um so like maybe one of the greatest in cinema right maybe like i've never seen the godfather so, <laughs> <laughs> so to me this is crazy big, big reveal <laughs> <laughs> and i've only seen like a third of the Avengers movie so oh. if there's plot twists that abound um please send them my way that physically hurts me that you haven't seen all the marvels we'll work on it. all right we'll work on that that's a again different therapy session different therapy session um he becomes the villain yada yada they save the day movie two we see the girls progressing in their lives mm-hmm. making big decisions we get like more of their like families and stuff and like their backstories how they're going to proceed with the agency yeah yeah it's a lot of business talk um full throttle interesting title because like what was going on you know like I don't know what that correlation is yeah I mean I guess there was more action even so maybe a little bit but but I don't think I mean full throttle maybe they just wanted they just wanted they wanted to just go like full testosterone it up for the viewers (laughs) they just I don't think the men they want to be the men seeing this movie don't have respect for women's action they weren't worried about the action the scenes. action scenes they just they were worried about to see the, the action scenes they were worried that yes 100 percent. well a lot of well I and mean, we'll, we'll get into this too I just like lucy t- lou when she's like trying to figure out how she's gonna tell her boyfriend she's like you make action movies i, I get a lot of action, action. <laughs> <laughs> she's like making the souffle 
I love her. Um, Justice for Lucy. Uh, did, that's like that's actually the name of the episode. <laughs> that should one hundred percent. That's the subtitle name. Lucy Liu in these movies is because it would have just been like three of the same girl. Yeah, kind of. But anyways, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. So movie two, they have a new mission. They're trying to like help the government protect people's identities. And there's like a but there's multiple bait and switches mm-hmm. as it's like a it is like an Avengers, like a multi-villain situation. There's where, like, a lot it's of like twists. a three-front war. Yeah. Um, so that part is cute, but I feel like they they went a little too big. That being said, which one's your favorite? One or two, if you had to pick. <sighs> If they were gonna chop off your arm, one, yeah, I gotta one. go one. I used to think it was two, like yeah. literally up until last night. I thought it was two for me, but I think it was that we were like a little bit older. So like at that point, we we're like thirteen, and we're like in our jam, and we have iTunes and iPods and whatever the fuck else. Like yeah, we get things more. So I thought it was two. I think I like the fashion better in two, but well, overall, yeah. I like the film one better. It's like a tighter story. Yeah. The number, like the first one holds, I don't think I even owned the second one. I did just because I'm a completionist. But... Right. So, but like just on a standpoint of just but like having an impact. Yeah. Exactly. Like it's not the comfort movie. Yeah. It's like sometimes, oh, I guess I'll watch this, but I just watched the first one. Yeah. And yeah. there's some things about two that really bother me that I can't get past. And that's what because, um, we're just getting into it, people. There's no, there's no the, rhyme in this episode. The, the way it's, the way some of the things are shot, like everything, the contrast is like kicked up by like a thousand. Have, did you, yeah. do you notice that? Mm-hmm. In, cause it's like, uh, Cameron Diaz's eyes are always. Yeah. It's like, it's as if it's like blue. technicolor. And you can see it's almost like, well, you can see it, it almost looks like someone took uh, an airbrush to every single shot my, and like highlighted I the feel color. Like, uh, so I have this theory and I'm sure like we could have used Google and found the answer, but, yeah, but... we're pretending we're in the before <laughs> times. Like we're just here shooting the shit. Um, what I didn't pick up on as a kid, like, or maybe I did, but didn't like read that much into it versus this time is like the first movie they're very much trying to like pay homage to the TV show. So it's very seventies, like mm-hmm. the music, even the fashion, the cars, like everything is very seventies mm-hmm. in like an intentional way. And like the second one is almost like starting to get more into the early eighties. And so mm-hmm. I'm wondering if like, that's part of why they shot it like that. Do you know what I mean? Like, maybe. I guess, you know, Technicolor is more like sixties, but at the same time, maybe it's like to give you the feel of like what the eighties were like. Yeah. Because they did a lot more of the, like you said, high pitched colors and, or what do you call that? Saturated. Yeah. They oversaturated saturated. a lot of, in almost all of the shots, like yeah. almost all of the shots. And I noticed it. I always noticed it on her eyes. Yeah. Cause because, you were looking at her eyes for other reasons, but uh, well, you're like, oh my God, baby blue girl. <laughs> and then you were like, oh shit, but this is like not natural blue. <laughs> no, it just stuff like that bothers me about like editing too. Yeah. I, I catch it in TV shows and I'm like, that didn't cut together well and I just well, it's just that's a technical thing for me also not that I'm a stunt woman pero when I was yeah. watching the two movies um at first I was like damn these are actually just like good action movies in terms of like choreography and scenes mm-hmm. and stuff but the second one they started to get a little too like there's too much flying in the too air. much high fl- yes too much high flyers yeah in- fly low yeah we're not we're not Michelle Obama we're not going high <laughs> stay low to the ground girl 
like all I could think about is like I have an ankle that rolls all the time. <laughs> like, well, I can't be up in the air and trying to catch all this weight down when I hit the ground again. Right. Well, one without injury. One is a little bit more. I mean, a little bit more grounded in the stunts. <laughs> And, grounded. But then the second one, I mean, that's just, but the director, McGee, yeah. that's his style. Yes. And it was just amplified in the second one. I mean, yeah. it was still there in the first, but all overall, and I do like, like the series style, is just amazing. Yes. We say all of these criticisms with love mm-hmm. because we're here and we're going to talk about it for like three hours. <laughs> Forever and ever. Um, a lot of the concepts too that we have are like some of your favorite scenes or your favorite lines. So like, let's go through movie one first. Um, what is like something that you say from movie one, like either out of context or like a scene that like, that's your scene. That's your jam. Um, something I say out of context a lot is pick me up, not hatch. <laughs> uh, I'll be like, just, I think that's. And then whenever like Lucy Lou's like typing and the bird lands on her computer, she goes, Hmm. Well, you know this too, exhaustion. I love saying I love tickets. I love tickets. (laughs) About anything. Like people just bring paperwork and I just say, I love tickets. Yes. Um, I also love when Bill Murray says Maisonge. (laughs) It's like something (laughs) I say all the time for no reason. Um and let's see if we can win the ticket. I that's that's an iconic line too, because I love a good blooper reel. And this is like the era where they they yes. cut together all the bloopers and throw them on the end. Yes, of, we love a blooper. Uh, we love, love a blooper reel that. in this friendship group. Love that. I mean, well, the chemistry between the gals, the I mean, folks, the women. Un- we don't call them girls. It's so good. But yes. um, another one that I that I always say is like, can I get three fries, three burgers, three milkshakes? What do you guys want? What do you guys want? <laughs> oh, yes. Drew. Uh, oh, Drewsicle. Um, oh, also, flip your goddamn hair. Flip your goddamn hair. And then uh, what's that one where it's like, it might, it's, of course, it might be the chat. Oh, yeah. I don't is do it, the, chat, the is, chat. I don't do the chat. I don't do, is it the chat? And he, like, it might be the chat. Yeah, he's um, like obviously he's in this movie. Like this is, I think, when he was dating Drew Barrymore. I think and they, then were they got married. married. Well, they got married in two thousand one for like a year. Yeah, it was and short, a short term. What a matchup! What a curry! I Tom Green is a, such a weird guy. Yeah, he's I mean, too weird for me. That's she, too cringe. She's made choices because also she dated Luke Wilson before this movie and then put him in the movie. Didn't know that. And they had an open relationship at one point. So. I didn't know that. Drew was like adventuring Listen. for the D, which we love here. Well, which I love here. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> audiences, audiences. We have multiple <laughs> audiences and demographics here. Um, as we, um, you and I talked about before too, like we have Bill Murray as Bosley for this one. Yes. Which like we've found out in recent history, he was actually not a good time. Was like apparently really disrespectful to Lucy Liu. I think Lucy Liu and Bill Murray had a really rocky professional working, like, relationship. working professional relationship was not buena um Sad. it was not good and so um they replaced him and honestly like bill murray you know he's bill murray but like like he's also he was just fine. bill murray like he's, he's a fine. person he's he's got that strange humor i think too i think they <clears throat> actually like bernie mac is possibly better 
Yeah, one hundred percent. Like Bernie Mac is the. Well, I felt like firstly, they... rest in peace, B Mac. Yeah. Hey, number two, like he's just one of those people that anything he says makes me laugh. Like mm-hmm. he just his delivery makes me laugh, mm-hmm. and so I just so much pure joy radiating. Like when he was like he so like Bill Murray's Bosley is like well seasoned and like a pro at this and like very laid back, and then Bernie Mac comes in as the new Bosley kind of yeah. So it he's like, like very he's, uncertain. He's and still learning. Very like. I love when he's like in all of the stakeouts and mm-hmm. just like smack. Like, oh my god, the dropping surfboard. The surfboard. <laughs> the surfer one is so good. And he like licks the surfboard, and then when he does longer on the dead bodies and the he, CSI crew, the licking of the surfboard. Yeah, like, that's great. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> like it's just so good. And then, um, also, I'm trying to think of what else highlights from movie one. Well, oh firstly, yeah sorry we we, we went I, off a little I bit. was the one who jumped I was the one who jumped um like we said we have the line about like the milkshakes I love that scene because that's like when Lucy Lou like reaches over her to fix the speaker and like ass shot mm. just like fix it I just th- I think what kills me in a good way about these yes about these films is that the I mean like I said the chemistry is so good good between everything them, yeah. and it's just like they're just so cool they're they're so effortless effortless right (laughs) sure (laughs) no effort whatsoever just so fucking cool man and i think like i think there's a lot of comedy between the three of them too which is it just it's very light yes yeah 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 i I mean i like it it's just female friendships it's the female friendship like come on female friendship we love to see it yeah and it's in it's in a different well, <laughs> nice kidding, no, just the fact that it's sure. like in it's like in a setting where it's like badass women like just kicking ass yeah like and, and there's no also there's no statement of being like oh you're cool for a woman or something you know what i mean yeah like once in a while they'll do like the they underestimated us but like that's not the implication like it is the implication but it's not quite said in that way well there is one where he's like you crazy bastard he's like and she's like more like crazy bitch <laughs> Oh yeah. I mean, uh, what I loved about who, so like there were three writers for the first movie, which is interesting and also all men. And I was like, wow. And I still laugh all the time watching this shot. Oh, did you yeah. look that up? Yeah, obviously. Uh, obviously. I'm not Rain Man. Like you can't just come <laughs> okay, up with facts out of nowhere. Um, <laughs> three men wrote the movie and then like we know Mick G directed it, but like it, I just love all the like corny lines, mm-hmm. like where it's like a double entendre, but it's like not super gross. And it's just like, it's just dorky enough. Like, you know, Cameron Diaz in her opening scene, when she's yeah. like, feel free to stick things in my slot. <laughs> like we get what she means, but like, it's not fully gross. And like, yeah. I think in the second one, no. Yeah. In the second one, when she's talking about the surfing, she's just like, I like to ride it like hard and rough wet. and hard. Yeah. And it's just like, I'm going to be wet for hours. Oh, I'm going to be wet for hours. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like haha but it's not like fully nasty because it's also the acting like they're also delivering the lines really well Mm -hmm. because sometimes if people like misread like we were talking about the sweetest thing in the last episode you're in Mm -hmm. and the writer of that movie was like it's meant more to be like a 12 year old boy making jokes and it wasn't meant to be like so sexualized it was supposed to be dorky and i feel like that's what this movie did well was that it was like sexual lines but they were made really dorky Mm -hmm. so that you never like really thought about it I can't um, remember. Did, did the sweetest thing come in between? Uh, it was between the two. It was released between the two. Mm. So it's like Charles Angels 2000, Sweetest Thing 2002, Full Throttle 2003. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And like we said, you know, the Lucy Liu of it all, there were like questionable moments like the Chinese fighting muffins. We didn't have to say that, y'all. We didn't, but you know what? I laughed really hard, but not because it was Chinese fighting muffins, sure. but because of how this, like the ASMR about it, about like the sound that it hits, like it hits mm-hmm. Drew very more in the chest. Uh, so, so good. Anyway. But yes. Um, okay. Didn't have to say I'm it. also like... No, I'll save it for the end. I'll save it for the end. All right. Um, so other things that like held up in this movie, I feel like what they did well in both movies and in movie one was like different features that are things that are so, so like the racing scene like mm-hmm. holds up because like now F1 is like what everybody's what about. And oh so, my God, like, I know. It was giving Ugh. F1. Amanda, you could have been here to talk about F1. You could have said all those European names. I don't recognize. But <laughs> alas, here we are. Um I was trying, trying to say one. I have no idea. Daniel Ricardo. Mm, there you go. Was that from her bachelorette though? Probably. <laughs> Shut up. My nephew also watches all the time, just posts every time somebody wins. I'm like, okay, cool. Oh, all right. Means nothing to me. I'm a NASCAR girl. I grew up in Yorktown. Okay. Well, that's like as classy. As I'm that. neither. I'm not, oh, a, I'm not a racer. Sorry to you about my father. <laughs> he used to record them on VHS. That's special. Oh, like over like important life events of yours. Well, we just like couldn't do other things. Like we couldn't watch other things when it was a one TV household mm-hmm. because we'd be recording NASCAR for seven hours in case he fell asleep during one of the hundreds of laps. Thanks, Dad. That's a special time. That's for another therapy session. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, like the luxurious parties. Um, also like when I was a kid, I had never been to California, but now after living there, like recognize some of the LA stuff. And they did a lot more in the second movie, but it was like all like within California and like you just recognize things without it being super cheesy, which was cool. Um I think like my favorite undercover scene in this movie, this isn't the outfit question, but like my favorite like little moment was I always Oh, you're going full the- like favorite scene from the first one i'm just doing highlights from movie one because all right full all right let's let's hear your favorite scene this isn't my favorite scene this is my favorite undercover scene i think my okay okay, i think my favorite scene if we're gonna do a broad scene is and i mean judge me i'm gonna lie it's gonna be like five things (laughs) but i love the cameron intro like the dream sequence oh yeah move me like and i can still do the the heaven must be missing an angel i can do that all day um that's a good one and then but my favorite undercover scene i guess it's a tie between the f like i'm gonna call it f1 racing though it's not i just Maybe like it was a little too early for me to be watching Drew lick that steering wheel, but that informed a lot of my problematic sexualized Drew Barrymore. Because is she even that might have informed choices later in life? I mean, with now all the germs that we know that are out there. Oh, fucking never! But that that wheel looked clean. I mean, he kept he kept that car. He cleaned it after she left. Yeah, yeah. That wasn't like. That wasn't like someone's Honda Civic. I didn't understand. I really didn't understand what the big deal was of her licking that steering wheel and like why he was like, oh, he was so flustered. (laughs) That's so sweet. Uh, I'm like, oh, because it was a sexual thing. (laughs) (laughs) I've been new. Uh, Shadi was brand new in 2000. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But my favorite undercover scene, I think, is um, so when they go to what is called Red Star. And they go to the they go to Tim Curry's business place. Yes. 
And um, I love, like, it always stayed in my mind. Um, Cameron Diaz getting in, like, the white suit and, like, doing all the acrobatics mm-hmm. to get in. Mm-hmm. I really thought I was going to be that girl one you day. Were, you were about to do that. I surely thought that. Yeah. But, yeah, obviously not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What about I, yourself? I really, no. Um, For, like, undercover scenes. What's, like, one of the ones that sticks out to you? The undercover scene, it has to be Red Star. I mean, that's the main, well, that's the main one. Mainframe. Yeah. Break it to the mainframe. I love that because there's so many, there's so many elements in that scene where like you see the team like prepping for it. Yeah. And like with like getting, yeah, like getting the, getting the eye, getting the fingerprints, like. It's like the most spy-y part of it all. That's I really like it. And also, I mean, Lucy Lucy Lou. Lou. With the pointer, With the, whatever in, that's called. Yeah, the slamming in, it down. It's like an iron rod. Fifty Shades could never snap. Right? Yeah. It's like an iron rod. She snaps it over her leg, and right before that, she hits Drew like yeah. in the legs, and yeah. that's an iconic line too. <laughs> <laughs> an iconic line. Just like the turn. So good. And that's when we if get- I'm ever doing that, if I'm ever saying that, like in know, regular conversation, it's from that reference. We know why. Uh yes, that one is excellent. And then um that's where we get like Melissa McCarthy pre-Gilmore girls even. Okay, I know we're jumping. You can jump. I know what you're about Did to you, say. She caught it in the she was in the second one. Yeah. I like didn't catch that until I watched them back to back. Yeah. Didn't catch it. Same. But anyway, most McCarthy making money. She's trying to do what she's gonna do. Making money moves. But yeah, we have like the cute little relationship with like Cameron Diaz and Luke Wilson, where like she's like not good at flirting either. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really love like that that scene though, where it's like they're at the party because they think Tim Curry, who plays a man, um, <laughs> is the villain. <laughs> and all I can think when I say this like Gomez Adams and the Adams family, oh so like I can't um richard roger corwin roger corwin, roger corwin. <laughs> when i saw the pressure of you pulling your phone to look it up i was like no i've got it roger corwin corwin. <laughs> roger corwin um and then that's like when we get oh also iconic and it happens across both films is lucy lou saying no to men yeah no 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 uh-uh. <laughs> no 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 like perfection yeah. um but we have like Cameron Diaz meet Luke Wilson and they have like their little rapport so like the love interest too we have for Drew Barrymore we have Tom Green which like we said weird weird well but, Tom Green and and Sam Rockwell yeah. who's the victim turned villain and this is also pre like because I did like IMDb him I was like oh so this was like before he was a thing mm-hmm. um which is really interesting because I was like he must have had like I would have thought he was like in a wet hot American summer or something like that, like something before. Well, like, everyone's in that movie too. So there's yeah, a lot so of- I just thought he would have been in something like a little underrated, but this was like kind of his first big thing, actually. Anytime I see him, I'm like, oh, it's the Charlie's Angels villain. <laughs> it's Eric Knox. It's Eric. <laughs> it's Nick Zero. <laughs> it's Eric- and Nanogram. It's Eric Knox. It's Eric Knox. And honestly, he kills it. Like he He's kills such a it. Villain um doing the like uh the dance into the splits and stuff while he's smoking the cig does he dance in other like roles I, as like, well i'm not is like that a like sam aficionada thing? 
but I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. He gives that energy. Like he probably does that in mm-hmm. other movies. But yeah, he plays like an unwell tech person and it's because he's playing a role because he's the villain. The, the, he's the villain. Spoiler He's the villain. <laughs> We're like getting a lot out today, you guys, that we needed to. Um, the villains are coming for us. <laughs> there are ghosts in my building. Someone is knocking on the door. But also maybe the window that is like several stories in the air. (laughs) Maybe some wind blew. (laughs) Like there's also a thunderstorm today. So it could be any of those things. Um, But we're going to say the villains are coming. Um, So we have. And then for Lucy Lou, also something I didn't value back then. Because Mm -hmm. I was like not a friend's girl. So like Matt LeBlanc as Lucy Lou's boyfriend. I'm sure to like the modern American viewer at that time was like, whoa, Joey, friends. Yeah. And like people found him very hot, but 10 year old me did not. I was very into like the Luke Wilson, Sam Rockwell, but not Matt LeBlanc. But now I'm like, fucking hmm, Matt LeBlanc. Well, 2000 Matt LeBlanc. 2000 Matt LeBlanc. Very nice. Very handsome. Also wasn't paying attention. Again. Well, that's why we're offering both perspectives, Carly. Correct. This is an inclusive podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Straight people like people too. Okay. <laughs> we will talk about dicks on this podcast. I'm so sorry. Wow, that sounds terrible. Might I need didn't to mean cut. that, mom. Might need to cut that. Mark. <laughs> <laughs> Minute 78. <laughs> That's not how long we've been doing this. Don't worry. It's like half an hour. Um, other highlights from this movie. I mean, what I like, like we said, I like the I like the tight storyline. I like look, we're saying visuals. I like that it's all black, if that makes sense. Like and maybe it's like the matrix effect whatever like everybody's like kind of it's like very sleek Mm -hmm. you know what I mean like there is pigmentation at times but I feel like everyone's kind of like sleek and I don't know how to describe it but secret agents they're like it's very secret agent yes it's giving it's Um, giving spies it's giving spy um I want to point out because if I don't point this out just do it girl the scene where they're chasing the thin man Oh yeah, I was trying to get into that and I got off track. Sorry, that no, that was me. That's iconic. Them coming down the stairs and then doing like costume changes and everything. Smack your bitch up. (laughs) (laughs) This okay. Well, that's another segue. The soundtracks of all of of film of all of these are so good. But the that scene got made fun of in Scary Movie One. Or yeah, scary movie, scary movie two, I think. One of the one of those ones. Okay. And because they were talking about that, like because they're running down the stairs chasing somebody yeah. and they're like stripping things off, but they come they end up like coming down naked and they're like poking fun of the fact that there's no way that that could have happened. Sure. Oh yeah, well now like pulling their dresses off and stuff. Yeah. And yes. then they also in the scary movie, they're also like there's a uh a jab at like the fight scenes. So no, I thought like <clears throat> uh, that's what I was thinking about was like they're just good action movies, like good sequences, and it's not too ridiculous. Like it's ridiculous. It's a film, people. Yeah, our fathers run in the military. They tell us all the time. No, I didn't like that movie. That's not how things work. <laughs> we get it. Like it's not real life. Again, shout out to all of you who watch outer space and superhero movies. Flipping out, <laughs> but like I enjoy that. It's like seemingly closer to reality at like feasibility action yeah. movies like 
the ones that I see today, I'm like, this is ridiculous. This would never happen. I know. It's exhausting. <laughs> like, like my whole point of bringing oh, that sure. up. Sure. It's, it's the fact that like that is was so iconic. It came it, in. It got a parody. It leaked into like other films. Oh, yeah. Like to either, because whenever you're making fun the of something. The cultural impact. The cultural That the angels impact. had. That that fight scene had. Yeah. Oh, and I feel like it, I feel like that, like, Cameron Diaz was already making movies, Mm -hmm. but after that, it was like, she got everything. Yeah. After that. Well, she was like a little golden. And then Drew was already established, and then Lucy, hello, systemic racism, we've talked about it. She, like, she's worked Sally, because she got, like, Kill Bill a couple years later, and I feel like that was, like, her thing. Yeah. And then she had that elementary show, and, like, she always steadily worked, but she didn't get that, like... Well, even like in, sure. I think like in um, interviews where they're like, oh, so I bet you guys, like, there's a lot of martial arts, um, martial art nods in the film. And like, did you teach the other oh, two no. girls? No. And the, like, no. they like stuck up for her. I hate racists. Oh my God. It's so bad. But sh- she's like, well, You're I've done, I've done uh, training from other films. So I had that background. It's like when people ask it's me where nuts. I'm from. And so, yeah. <laughs> I can't. I can't. The ignorance. Um, speaking of the only other, like, it wasn't super perfect, but like Cameron Diaz at Soul Train. They, they A were, little they cringe. Really, they really wouldn't be cheering on the white girl like that. But you know, that's why, but like, you know, it pans out and it shows that the perspective of the audience oh, and yeah. crickets. Oh yeah. As it but then should later, be. But then, then one girl, then like, then one girl was like, okay, fine. Like we're getting a group. Somebody, and then yeah, they look to that. her and they're like, oh, it's okay to like group. Yes. yes. <laughs> so they clearly, I mean, they knew that it they was, should, it was like, have been out there. there was a wink up the whole time too. Um, with all that, I think the most cringe line for me, and it's not anything offensive. It was just like, oh god no girl was um so like drew and sam rockwell hook up and then you've by now we the audience know that like he and his partner are the villains and so she shows up vivian wood vivian wood oh she did it Vivian queen yeah cameron knew it from the jump she said oh well she did it right when she walks in also like very well, sexy yeah vivian wood, so the and also like whenever this oh sorry i dropped my pen um <laughs> This is live, guys. <laughs> we are not cutting any action. Like when all that starts to go down to like all the other angels are starting to get attacked. Oh, so yeah. like, so Drew's already like in his apartment. Drew's in bed with the enemy, <gasps> literally. Playing Scrabble with the enemy. Enemy. That's the cringe line. <laughs> That's the cringe line <laughs> is when she puts the letters to enemy together on the Scrabble board as if Vivian Wood doesn't have 20-20 vision and can't read upside down off a Scrabble board 400 feet away. Okay, also enemy is a common word. I mean, if you had the if you had the pieces, like I would play enemy. She had a Y out there on the mm. streets. <laughs> common. So all the other Men so enemy. all the other Andrew <laughs> should have been the- like <laughs> She'd just be whispering the E because there's no Y scramble <laughs> title. She just has E M E M. Um. Anyway, that's Sorry. so Soul Train is where Cameron gets attacked. Yeah, some guy like tries to choke her out, and, and that her. fight scene that's is. Inc- and I think so. If you had the bonus features from the DVD, shout wait, out to DVDs. Bonus features. 
they talk about how each angel had a different fighting style and like if you rewatch it knowing that it's like it's so it. clear but anyway. I I definitely watched them when I was younger but I didn't watch them for this in preparation so I didn't either familiar. it's all from memory from I mean shout out to your memory hey, bro. Hey. but <clears throat> like that scene where she like she has him pinned against the mirror, yeah. the hitman, and she's like, "Who sent you?" And then like just like whacks his face like yes. six times, and then shoves. Oh yes, God. so good. Just badass women. That's why we love it. Kickboxing. So I was like, <laughs> I'm not kidding. You laugh. She laughs, you guys. But for real, I was like, I want to fucking kick someone's ass like this. And then he like he like she like puts her foot down off of his neck, and he's like, "Bitch!" And she just goes, "What?" Yeah. knocks him out Bam. awesome one more time yeah so that was the the drew finding out that it was him or like knowing vivian's the enemy mm-hmm. and doing that is like the worst part yeah. to me i'm like oh my girl stop but like his that revelation like i said godfather could never i'm sure if i've seen it um rocky whom but <laughs> sam rockwell um being revealed as the villain like the whole change he does yeah from like the awkward you know socially unwell soul to like being the whole mastermind behind everything was like a perfect little switch mm-hmm. um and the way they filmed it too like literally the camera's like turning 360 so that you get the change so that you get it if you don't get it if you don't the girls get don't it, have you got to get it. it yeah <laughs> if you don't get it then you got it then you got it and then they think that they get shot up in the trailer that's who we were missing yeah Lucy yep. was trying to confess to matt leblanc that she's a spy or whatever and she's making a beautiful dinner and then <laughs> like, the quote oh the iconic quote um, what is you make action movies i, I get, get a lot, lot of action, action. <laughs> <laughs> wait don't they think doesn't doesn't uh he interpret that later well obviously she's practicing the speech to to matt leblanc she doesn't yeah. actually say that to him but doesn't he interpret that the three girls are like no, sex workers no no he says that he says that the dad the dad assumes based on how matt leblanc describes it well that's what matt I leblanc think, thinks i think no i think he knows we'll get to we're gonna get to movie two in a second i don't we're think gonna, he does anyway but, but he's too fight, stupid we can fight in like 15 minutes um to me the best action sequence is the final like the final before they go to catch him in the helicopter so like Bosley's been oh, kidnapped. Yeah. Yeah. Bosley's been kidnapped. You know, Cameron here's picking me notch hatch. And she's like, Carmel. And so they go <laughs> to Central California into this fortress. And they're each like doing a different approach. Like mm-hmm. Drew's addressing um like Sam Rockwell. I think it's Cameron is going to get Bosley. And then um mm-hmm. Alex is like trying to get the software like and she's hacking. Like, yeah, she's hacking. She's hacking. And so um, they like each face off somebody different. So, like yeah. Drew deals with all of the men with her hands tied behind her back. And like, that's epic. And then we have Cameron Diaz face off against Vivian Wood. And then you have Alex facing off against Creepy Thin Man. Yeah. So I, what did she say for this? It's oh, like, King Pong pa- it's, I can't remember what she says. Oh yeah. She's, it's something probably offensive. It was like King Pop Persia. <laughs> I, that's not what she said. That's not- what it sounded like that's what it sounded like yeah she had like a name for each of her moves afterward well yeah because that's what she was doing i think like the different i think she was trying to do like an homage to oh yeah the martial arts 
I hope she did it right. I need to. <laughs> we'll find out later. We'll add it in the notes if we find out later she did it wrong. Yeah, I know. Um, and then of course, like the whole thing is like the villain just has something against Charlie because he thinks that Charlie killed his dad, which we kind of know is not true. Blah, blah, blah. Obviously. Um, obviously Charlie's pure of heart. And then um obviously they beat the bad guy and blow him to smithereens. And then I love the beach finale looks. Oh yeah, me too. Like the little camera deals in the set. And Lucy Lou in like a little top and sarong and Drew in her little gown. Very cute. Well, and like Charlie's right behind them the entire time. Obviously. It's what he excels at. Okay. So movie two, like we said, we're more of movie one girls, but movie two is actually a decent sequel. I think it like tried to accomplish too many things. There's there a lot. Like, There's too many baits and switch. The finale fight was way too long. Yeah, like it should have ended. It's raining like, white women. <laughs> it's raining white women. Like, come on, Barney. He knows too much. Um, but I do like in terms of so in the first movie we have like Drew Barrymore dresses LL Cool J in an African getup, which again we're not addressing. It was two thousand. Mm-hmm. Sorry, it should have never happened. Um, but I like this opening sequence better. So, yeah. like, they're in, like, a Mongolian hostel, and they're mm. trying to, like, free some government agent. And it's just, like, like you said, it's probably the colors, too. Like, I just liked the costumes better in this one, and I liked the, oh, yeah. the fight in this one better. Well, the contrast between, like, all the, the fighters in the bar, mm-hmm. and then, you know, obviously the distraction. Yeah. You know, Cameron, Cameron Diaz, Diaz on the ball. Like, yeah. walks in in this all-white. What is she? Was she pretending to be Swedish, or... Like German something, or Swedish yeah. or something, because she's so, like, "Yeah, yeah." We don't know who says yes like that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say we know yes, but we don't know y'all. We don't know the singular. We don't know what country that originates from. Um, this one also has like a lot of good cameos though too, because we have like if you don't know the surfer guy Rodrigo Santoro, he was like in Love Actually and blew up with Love Action. This was like right before that. Mm, he was like a hot that. Brazilian man. And then, like I said, Melissa McCarthy snuck her greedy little paws into this one, too, for five <laughs> seconds. And then we get, like, John Cleese as Lucy Liu's dad, which is, like, a good get. Great. And then um, Shia LaBeouf at, like, Sh- Shia LaBeouf. Oh, uh, Pink Motocross. Pink at the Motocross. As, as a Disney child, Motocross okay. was a big. Oh, I was like, Pink is not the Disney child. Shia LaBeouf is the Disney child. I Correct. thought you really, like. No, no, no. No, no, no. Motocross. Disney original film. Oh my god, yes. With Riley Smith. Loved I I loved that movie. And then having this element. Well get again, it was just like this movie really picked up on everything that was popular at the time. Because you have like the surfing. Yeah. Um, and I'm not saying that surfing hasn't been popular for a thousand years, but like in that moment, I feel like that was a big thing. Like that's when everybody was wearing like Roxy and Billabong. Oh yes. Again. You know what I mean? And then we also had, like you said the motocross and then like the pussycat dolls i think like oh, not right the, not the band but like there was first like pussycat doll dancing collective wasn't it then didn't um, they join in for the yes so that yeah. was like that was the original dancers that like robin anson started mm-hmm. and then like obviously the band came later but like it was peak like they pulled all these like peak cultural moments yeah the time a lot of in the concept because like motocross had a bit too my father and i played the atv on playstation oh yeah yeah so i really thought i could do all those slips too <laughs> again like me thinking that 
the parasocial experience on the computer was a lot of action sports. I got a lot of action. Got a lot of as action. a kid. <laughs> that sounds terrible. Moving right along. Anyway. Cut, cut, cut. <laughs> Minutes. <laughs> Minute 72. Don't say that ever again. The, can I say my um, cringe, my cringe line, since we kind of I'm brought sure. it up? It's Pink's line. Which and one? so it's her delivery. She's like, when it takes off, the only rule is there are no rules. The way she says it, though, it's Fill like. <laughs> like her, like the delivery on it it it's so choppy and weird well she used to be very urban <laughs> in the beginning of the career oh and her or her husband or her ex i can't remember yeah Didn't they get divorced and i think they're together again. now they're back together yeah. he was a motocross guy yeah i'm sure he was probably in the scene he probably and we was. just didn't care we need to look that up actually i bet he i bet he like anyway i'm sorry i had no, to i had to say it no, and then we also had bruce willis doing a cameo which is funny because like he and Demi right were, we're already not yep. together at that point but they're friends amicable, amicable. yeah texas so mm-hmm. and then oh yeah and then we have the big villains in this one are demi moore icon Hot legend twist. yeah well icon okay. legend in cinema in general but then also She's a legend in the film. Oh, yeah, she's because a she's former a... angel. She's there an angel go. gone bad. An angel gone devil. Ooh. Sounds intense, though. Nice. But right, yeah. Parallels. Got it. Yeah, imagery. Um, and then we have pre-Jennifer Aniston, Justin Thoreau. Like, I mean, Justin Thoreau was an actor, but like, did we really know who he was? No, Justin Thoreau is the and the only reason I know him is because of Charlie's Angels as well. Yeah, I didn't even remember him. I think I thought he was someone else. Like I think I like watching the movie. I probably as a kid thought he was like Colin Farrell or something. And then later oh my like, God. was like, oh, that that's was not how other person. Oh, that's not how Irish people sound. Well, <laughs> um, also middle school. Do you think middle school thirteen year old me was like off googling like Irish accents to know yes. if it was real? Yeah. I waited for Gerard Butler. Okay, all right, fine. I waited for Gerard Butler. And P.S. I love you. And he's Scottish. I know. Okay, I'm just all he, right. He does an Irish accent in the other one, and it's really bad too. He's like, "I've written you letters." <laughs> it's like so bad. Oh my god, the Irish accent. It's a it's a difficult accent, I think, <laughs> for a lot of people. Not me, clearly. <laughs> I'm gonna teach you and your friends about peon. 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 Like he's literally saying peon, as in peon. We need to honestly. You need to like. We need to find a clip and insert, insert here. Insert here. You can't hurt me anymore, Helen. I'm gonna teach you and your friends about PM. Oh my gosh, it's so <laughs> bad. It is so bad. And I think like what are those articles? Like BuzzFeed ones are like top ten worst Irish <laughs> or top ten worst accents that people like just like got away with. And Justin Throw always hits that list. He always makes it from Charlie's Angels to Full Throttle. <laughs> You're like, what film is that? Like, people who don't, the girls that don't get it. They're like, what? There was a second one? And you're like, yes, you stupid bitch. <laughs> and they're like, and it was terrible. Yeah. The accent was terrible. The movie is good. No, the, the movie is good. I would say B. You'd say B? So one I'm is A? Like, yeah. I, like, I would give it one is A plus. One is one's a solid. This I is think a, a solid B. A. Like, this is a solid A. The second one, I would. I, I don't want to give it B plus. I would say 
B plus. If not, if you're gonna the, give it a B, B plus, you should be plus. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I that's just, a disagreement. I think the finale just really, and maybe it's because I was tired last night, and I was like, oh, we're still doing this. Okay, um, it killed it, it for you. It dragged. <laughs> it did drag. I think if they had done a tight finale, because like we said, movie one. They all three took some shit down and then they got the big bat at the end. Okay. This one, like we thought it had happened and then they go to a different venue and then we go to a third venue and then they go to that stage. Fred Astaire. Astaire. The, anyway, (laughs) the, the, the thin man callback. Not necessary. Not necessary. I liked that he came back, but into like protect to show that he wasn't just a like villain quote, but the, Drew Barrymore thing with him. The tension. Weird. Super weird. Very odd. They could have cut Maybe that. it was for laughs. Like maybe it was meant to be satirical, but what well, wasn't good. Mind if I cut in? <laughs> <laughs> this is just like we're just gonna do little random shots of whatever lines we remember from Shamus O'Grady. I can't even say it. <laughs> oh, another cameo that we didn't hit. Um uh what's the Steve-O uh, partner that did like the wild he, he was in he was one of the Irish mob guys oh I would not know oh like ja- he was a jackass guy I just cared about the Olsen twins as the new um, angels had their moment so obviously that's that's a that's moment. a great that's a great cameo too yeah well first Eve which was hilarious yeah and Eve's then good. the Olsen twins oh, shit. yeah 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 but I mean I'm still stuck on Shia LaBeouf like yeah we even you, Steven's life we went way, way off. He was on holes. Maybe he wasn't on holes, yeah. Um, but like we said, it was the biggest characters are definitely the villains of this one. Um, and then of course, like we said, Pink. And Pink was very like that was the year that um Misunderstood came out. So okay, like, also those pants, those let those the, the low, low rise. The low pants. rise nope. Ne- a so happy, so happy we don't have those. A trend that should should never ever come back. Not at all. But yeah, I mean, the story was like a good natural progression, like incorporating the former angel, like going into their little personal lives and stuff too. But the personal stuff just wasn't as fun as the first movie for some reason. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you, let's get down to this most important debate. Okay. You think that Matt LeBlanc, or his character is Jason, so Jason and Alex. Jason, Jason thinks that Alex is a sex worker. Yes, that all three of them are. I think that she did confess between movies because they took a break. Yeah. They were on a break. Um, or we were on out. a break. Time out, sorry. <laughs> friends were, call back. They were, yeah, I was like, I'm not a friends call, but here's a friend's line. Um, they were on a timeout. We're back in the game. <laughs> we're back in the game. Like, Lucy so so uh, overt um I think that Jason knows the truth but he wasn't talking in enough detail and that's the point is that he's making the dad think she's a sex worker well then I you need missed to it the movie. I missed something hard about because I think they just think I, they're sex workers no I think he I think she told him the truth okay this is it's uh by the way Chris Pontius I, I I wouldn't be able to denote him from. He's the one, you know, in the um, 
or last scene where they like they're shooting him with water like yeah. they steal his id they, that's him okay that's a that's a cameo that's oh. a that's a deep cut cameo. <laughs> i was gonna say hey chris girl don't know you but <laughs> welcome <laughs> anyway well moving shout on. out to chris um yeah like we the said terrible terrible irish um the best irishman was actually bernie mac patty o'malley yeah the black <laughs> irish <laughs> My family died for lack of potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the exact line, but I just love that part. Uh, I, yeah. Smell it, that Boston. Irish spring. <laughs> <laughs> like every time, who do you think brought the Mac rib? Uh, Lucky charms. <laughs> my God. Great Bosley. And at the time, I didn't know what Black Irish meant. So I really thought it was Black Irish people. I don't know. I didn't have any in Ireland like brunette or something well maybe that's uh, maybe that's another it's a debate for whether <laughs> they think they're sex workers or not let's work on that guys <laughs> let's revisit later um also they try to do the minute for- <laughs> <laughs> delete 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 i had that happen on the pop of color podcast i was like india if you don't delete this oh really it sounds real bad i don't right. know if she did or not <laughs> but here we are um, the other thing that didn't hold up in this movie the same way is like they gave Cameron another dance sequence and it just wasn't as good. No, it wasn't. I mean, the first one's so iconic. Her yeah, dance baby got, and also the baby got back at Soul Train was yeah. way better than like it was just more iconic in the sense that we said like the white girl at Soul Train versus mm-hmm. like whatever she was doing at this. What was it? The, the reunion? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it's so unmemorable. I don't even remember the song. I was just like, eh. I don't I, either. I think it was What a Feeling, but I can't be sure. It doesn't matter. Clearly. Sure doesn't, but I could have cut that scene. I do still love the music that they used for this one. Like, like we said, it was going more eighties. So, like, I loved when they had like "Working for the Weekend" and at the end, "Anyway You Want It" by Journey for the yes blooper reel is. I, I might actually like that blooper reel better just because I like. Not that I don't love Blink One Eighty Two. No, but I, I love a throwback. I agree one hundred percent. That blooper reel is way better than the first one. Yeah, but both are very good. They had built the chemistry even further, so that's probably why. Um, do you ever think that like this is all fake but they're they've said that i mean everyone has to promote a movie right like yeah. you can watch now that we have youtube you can watch like press junk at interview after interview and they're gonna say all the same things and they're gonna like smile at each other and be like yeah this was like a family blah 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 but i think but the... i think they were the right age because they were like the age we are right now like they're between like 27 and 32 when they were making these and you're just like happy to <laughs> experience it with them yeah like, yeah you just have a good chemist like and obviously like Cameron and Drew are now best friends forever mm-hmm. so like they clearly clicked and I think Lucy did probably click with them and maybe there was whatever but um but they all like and also Lucy like showed up to Drew Barrymore's talk show so with, they're like, they're all friends I think they're all friends I think it's legit I think when you have like that age that much independence and then also like drew was helming the film so like she was also in charge of a lot of the direction and you know how they're always saying this movie's like oh it was a woman in charge so i felt better about it like they were probably all more comfortable yeah like if something was wrong they could just be like hey drew fire bill murray yeah and drew did and she did we don't and know that's that as on facts that. and that's on that <laughs> we don't know that as facts but we're going to claim that that was an example as yeah. to what was happening um and then like i said it was kind of cute that they did a bunch of LA stuff at the finale like they did like Griffith Observatory is really popular like that big yeah dome in the grass mm-hmm. um on the side of a mountain somewhere in Los Angeles and like walk fame and all the theaters and stuff so 
she was cute. She was cute. Um, I feel personally insulted and I wish Amanda were here, honestly, um, to talk about how they made an astrologer the villain. Like <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure Amanda would have a lot to say. Astrology. Um Yeah. Uh well that's the I mean, that's how they figured it out it was her too. Yeah, because of all the references. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I said feels like Amanda's work making astrologer the villain. <laughs> um and then shout out to Cameron because I agree we do have to acknowledge in the style realm demi when she's like finalizing the plot and she's in like a huge fur coat a bikini and a one long nail the cocaine nail the cocaine nail should i say the line yeah yes that's a that's cringe too i know but i love yahtzee so i get it i do love you i've got that i have a good yahtzee story but it's not for here so um um yes but yeah like so then they set up all the families by the fbi like the angels do once they're okay mm. um and like they address them more separately but somehow like oh because he supposedly recognizes that ass anywhere in his irish accent um you want to i, I don't know. we need cameron for we should have had him do that <laughs> insert camera voice i know minute think about it um <laughs> um so he knows that it's a setup. So he also is like, so that was like when it got to too many fights for me. Mm-hmm. Cause it was sort of like a recreation of movie one, but not as good. Where like they're on a rooftop and they're, there's and, so many. And it's like way more violent. So it's like a little too much. Like I feel like he's smashing Drew's head in a thousand times, yet somehow she's not concussed, you know? Yeah. And they're still like, oh, well, I mean, if you want to throw that in, you can talk about yeah. how like they literally have broken ink, like, broken ankles and are running oh the last the last the last scene especially when it's like demi and cameron and they're both like jagged well yeah that's no that's in general but like whenever they're on top of the um observatory observatory, yeah Yeah. and um drew makes like the comeback that she's like she's returned to the angels and she literally like turned her ankle backwards yes and then she's just like fine no i'm sorry she's just moving no and then like we said the kiss of the creepy thin man not a move um again one of my favorite cheesy lines is when demi moore falls in the flames and lucy goes she is so fired yes <laughs> but, but, but then they laugh they laugh in the movie that's what i'm saying it's like it's so it's not... like they always talk like that the characters are intentionally they make jokes like that like that's the sense of humor and dylan uh dylan's ass helen's ass oh helen's ass yeah, yeah. helen's ass oh yeah we need to go get this analyzed. <laughs> I'm gonna get up in there. And they're like an assassin. <laughs> You're being asinine. <laughs> you must have been the butt of every joke. God, those See, are. I, I love shit like that. Like yeah, I love that's jokes funny. like that. So those are good. Those are the highlights. Um. So oh, go ahead. I want to say else? so something oh, that highlighted about two was that ever. So this was like. Like how old was Demi Moore when this when this came out? Probably in her forties. So like I think she like disappeared for a little bit, like in terms of yeah. film, and then she came back. This and was it, like her comeback. It rocked, like pop. I mean, pop culture really. Like yeah. it rocked news because people were like, "Oh my god, Demi Moore, the white bikini like mm-hmm. shots were coming out, and she looks phenomenal. Like yeah. not an ounce of body fat on that woman." Yeah. And like, I'm sure I don't even want to know what she had to go through to look well, like that. 
um yeah I think it was like one of the first examples of like woman over 40 that was yeah. like still quote sexy mm-hmm. like at the time I think it was truly one of the first so there was that um I mean it was it was why like I was a lot of people saw this because it well because people from like fans of her movies in like 80s and 90s were like oh Demi Moore yeah, yeah. like because she was a sex symbol prior and then it was like proving that she's still a sex symbol and these photos got like leaked, leaked. quote um, I mean they got leaked, leaked to the press and before the film premiered I think and it was like well yeah because they want to garner the the interest the viewers right so it was like people that's all like I remember that's all people were talking about like yeah. whenever what was it like e, e news came on or yeah entertainment tonight that was before thing. like you know tgi fridays <laughs> before i sat down to watch two of the kind sabrina um we heard that demi was coming right that's what i'm saying demi, like yeah. it was just well, like it was just like on like an entertainment news yeah. yeah and i like just read an interview she did recently because she's about to turn 60 now oh my gosh and she did not to, like bring down the tone but she was talking about like how she like still deals with body dysmorphia and yeah. she has like a lot of issues so so it was like definitely just perpetuating like yes please starve yourself forever that was and, crazy. I don't know. And as a friend of the pod, Cameron said, she later got a lift of her sagging knee skin. Like a knee after lift. After seeing that picture of and herself. It's, that we would all be like, you're hot as fuck. And she was like, the world said she knees. was hot as fuck. Like, in, she still felt the need. The need. Yeah. The need. The need. <laughs> she felt that need. She felt the need to still have to do that. It's sad. Yeah. Well, she also had, like, Action Kutcher as a husband, too, which I'm sure he wasn't, like, terrible, terrible. But, you know, like, when you have such a younger husband, you're yeah. also like, oh, my God, I gotta be young forever. Men. <laughs> Why are men? Anyway, um, so, sorry. I wanted no, to highlight fine. that scene. Give, because... give her her flowers, girl. I know. I mean, I'm not as organized as I usually am. I was like, Carly, I got this. Well, I also, I don't, need, I don't need a template. We could, I mean, cut the camera. Like we would be saying the same thing. Exactly. This movie. It would have still been the same. That's yeah. why we did not add this time. Oh, and also last cameo, um, because like I said, I was a little bit into the original Charlie's Angels. Oh, Jacqueline Smith was my uh, original favorite angel. So like, the fact that she was in it, I was like, yes, Calgary. Yes. So, well, I thought it was awesome that they 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 put an og angel in there but then i'm also a little surprised they didn't have it in the first i think with as we know because now they reboot everything you try to like establish without and since you already had the original charlie voice true you don't need to bring in like hints of the past because the concept is that like they've moved on Mm -hmm. so i think that's why it made sense for this one that there was a progression of like incorporating that it's not like there's only one set of angels. There are generations of angels. Yes. And I'm pretty sure the Olsen twins today would not be the angels unless no chain smokers and capes. That um that look of the Olsen twins was is how I remember the Olsen twins. Oh yeah, that's peak them. That's peak them. Also 2003, peak them. The third Getting one, there. the reboot, the 2019 one. Oh yeah. That highlights the fact that there's agencies like. Yeah, they expanded the world even further. So yeah. the reboot, which we will do in a future episode, but we can touch on briefly. I just I, watched it. What did you think? Just like surface level. Not you comparing. can't touch the trio. You can't touch the OG trio. Or you I'm can't sorry, like recreate that energy. You can't. You really yeah. can't. Like I, I think, and it's just, you got the perfect combination of actresses. Yeah, I think I just liked 
in the reboot that they gave you a different story where it was like True. seeing them form mm-hmm. because this was like they had like two of them had like met but not really worked together yeah they and weren't they brought the third right and they had like each of the little archetypes and mm-hmm. also like case two what a comedian case two i i mean it wasn't i thought this movie also like i will say anything nice about case two i stand her for no reason uh the fact that Oscar like I thought, actress, this... <laughs> I thought that this Twilight, that movie part two. I just made I just made Oksana watch all of <laughs> she had never seen this saga and what? we watched all of them and how did she do? She did really well. She actually like wanted to keep watching them. Oh my god. And Good. they're they're cringe because not it's, number one. They're cringe, but did you? Okay, Amber, oh, my, oh my God! Amber, spin and I, on. Amber Jolly, speak up here from the great, well, from Baltimore, um, <laughs> the Great North, <laughs> the Great North. Please speak up in this moment and talk about how number one is actually good. No disclaimers. No number one. No okay. In like, did you read the new the book? literature? Oh no, I didn't read that. The like book. pre the prequel. I think I have it in a shelf somewhere, but I've never read it. It's Midnight I actually, Sun, right? Midnight Sun. Yeah. No, I didn't read it. It's pretty good. And I mean, uh, I mean, the, the writings for a pre, like. What's Edward thinking? Teens. Tell me about it. Well, it's just like Corny. watching the first movie again after reading the prequel. Yeah. Like they got, I mean, Case 2 and. Um, Arpats. And Arpats got a lot of shit for like how awkward they are. That's literally good how point. it's written. And, and also, like, that was the point. Yeah. That's the point, Yolanda. That's a housewife's reference. Sorry, okay. Brian. That's like how it's written. And I'm like, it's hilarious knowing that knowledge about like the prequel and then, and yeah. then watching this one. I'm like, they nailed their performances. Again, Oscar nominated actress Kristen Stewart and eventually Oscar nominated actor. He might be nominated for some stuff. But anyway, he, he this did, is way, this is off, way but off. Important. But case two, I thought like I was because I loved the 2000 2003 film so much I was like this is gonna be so cringe but it wasn't I actually liked it yeah I mean they just got like all of that um what is that called like they got so much money for the other ones that then it started to just look crazy like kind of how we were talking about with the others Mm. okay as right now (laughs) Uh, Robert Pattinson has not been nominated for an Oscar, but many other awards. So, congrats <laughs> to him. Not just MTV ones. That's what I'm saying. Like, he, I don't think he's Oscar enough. Like, as you just confirmed, I didn't think he was Oscar, but I'm sure he's been like, has some of the other ones. Independent Spirit, which is like a very prestigious one, did nominate him for this movie called The Lighthouse in 2020. So, that's probably what I thought. Thank God. So, shout Thank out God you looked that up. I mean, what would we have done? We wouldn't have done facts verified in real time <laughs> that's what's important here carlita um okay so i'm gonna ask you the hardest question that you'll be asked all day what are your top three fashion highlights in terms of the undercover looks the, uh, in terms of the undercover looks across both films this is the hardest thing <laughs> i ever have to do, do. To look you in the eye. <laughs> and three looks Sorry. I gotta go when they broke into Red Star. Yeah. Because drag. Because drag, drag and what, what would you call that? Like dominatrix. 
Yes, she was giving Fifty Super Shades dumb. free then. I mean, Super dumb. I, it's it's so good with that walking through the offices. <laughs> Wait, scene. I now want to have a I want to have a party now that's themed to Dragon Doms. Oh my god, <laughs> that's great! <laughs> it's just that I it's like the scene's iconic. Like they come in and like dun 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 like it's so good um so that's my number that's got to be my number one it's the og it's the best one okay um and then it was tied for number two Mm -hmm. i'm gonna say the uh when they're acquiring the like eye with the German band, the German look, yeah. the German look, um, when they are, they go to the wrong, it's funny because yes. they go to like quote the wrong door and the guys are like, no, 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 just let them do it because I can with his friend in the background. He's always swinging his head to the music. He's like, <laughs> like he's so into it. Sorry. We don't have visuals here guys. This is a small production company. It was tied between that because that scene made me laugh and like yes. seeing it now when I'm older, it's even funnier, but that look also remains. The look is, is iconic. And I loved the, th- and I'm sorry, I'm tying number no, two, fine. the blue nun look okay the undercover yes. and like them with like their sunglasses and she's like she picks up like the bird poop off the oh, car i can't with that scene though it's um, so gross all right so those are tight and it's just it's so visual it's just like visually just it pops and i like that yeah um but number three is the csi crew yes. when they come and they come out of the the truck and they all like are paused and you know like you've got uh Cameron Diaz like just full investigator and like now the mullet the, the mullet, mullet is so good the mullet is so good and so. the way she talks to it's like we will proceed <laughs> into the <laughs> like it's so good so two I had two of the same ones okay um definitely the red star so that's number one dragon doms yeah okay dragon um, doms I'm writing that down the CSI crew is probably my number three. And I think my number two, I love, like, to me, it's just so memorable is the Mongolian hostel look. Yeah. Um, in the opening scene, like not just Cameron's all white, but also like Drew and the kind of like army mm-hmm. kind of like industrial look. And then she's blending. Just hat, so she's Lucy Liu is just a badass. And actually, but they're not an undercover look. I was going to say honorable mention to the beach looks at the end of the movie. Oh yeah. But that's not an undercover look. And you know, I'm following my own rules. I wrote them. It's but your it's them. your podcast. We're just living in it. And then I don't know if you have any other like memorable fashion moments in general. To me, always in movie one is in the opening sequence, Cameron Diaz with the blue sunglasses and gold bikini. Yeah, then driving Sick. driving away. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. That look is just perfection. Um, I really like I really like their look when they're driving in. I think it's like a convertible. It's like that. It's the drive-through look. Yeah, the drive-through looks are good too. The drive-through looks just like when they're casual. Like I said, it's always sleek. It's always like black pants, like fitted butt pants, like a little halter top or like a little tee, mm-hmm. a little band tee energy. It's like the looks that you see them wear, where they would just be, they're like just out normally. Yes, I yes. love. They're just so good. So so stylish, our angels. I love the I love the drive-through, I, and I've said I said it too. Again, I I still love the the party look when they all change oh yeah the ballroom party the ballroom and the party. Fight. yeah yeah oh yeah that was definitely like high up on the list um lucy lou in the red dress so good mm-hmm. all right any soundtrack highlights in particular from one movie or the other which one the fa- any soundtrack highlights from one movie or the Barracuda, other? i said that one um 
and then you already said journey uh, oh um it's just like the choices that they made for certain scenes yeah, and really like good. the f1 we mm-hmm. and we were joking before we even started the like whenever he's like flipping through the air oh and yeah so i made i made oxan watch this with me the first one yeah. and before it like happened i like did it <laughs> she was like what do you do we're not well we're not oh, well, okay. we're not well. I know that's like me dancing to the heaven must be missing an angel sequence alone on my couch Friday night. What's the scene? It's the, um, whenever, uh, Santa rock, the, the reveal happens. Oh, um, I wrote it down because it is so perfect. It's perfect. I want to say it was the, let me see. Ooh, I didn't put it down. Actually. Oh no! But like the way they dance to that is like so good, and the scene that he's dancing in, in the, the fortress in the fortress yeah. is really good too. Yeah, one of them is like a throwback, and one isn't. I yeah, there was just lots of good little signals, like we said. I mean, obviously, always remember "Independent Women" by Destiny's Child. Also, oh well, that's just. I mean, that came from I mean, the film. That's yes. awesome. I can also acknowledge it as a highlight party. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and then, um, like I said, there are a lot of songs that I knew I knew, but like didn't actually pay close attention when I'd watched this before. Like I love when they put like, you make me feel like dancing and mm-hmm. all these other funny songs. Also all of the different, each opening sequence for the girls, they each have a song with the word angel in it. So like when Drew's driving away. The best things in life are free. Bum, 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 bum. I know, but that's like. Oh, but you like that part. Like they're all coming money. through. But like when Drew's driving away from the Chad, it's like, just call me angel. Yeah. And then heaven must be missing an angel. And then Lucy also has an angel, but I can't remember the name. So that reminded all me. All the angel references. Yes. Those are really, those are perfect. That just reminded me of those scenes. It's like, there were three girls and. <laughs> those sequences are really good. Yeah. Cause you have wake me up before you go, go. Yeah. For Cameron and um, I love rock and roll. Is what yes. Had. For Drew. And then it's that one song for Lucy Lou. Yeah. The money yeah God, that's all about money okay anything else that we have we haven't taken into account clearly we just stand this like clearly this is a perfect pair of films but one more <laughs> but one more we might it it's okay it's fine if we only have two hours we're watching one <laughs> <laughs> the first one is obviously the choice one and two yeah, I mean, the first one is the reason a second one got made. Yeah. So it's never going to be the first one. Like, that's how that goes. It wasn't a franchise series. Um, no? Um, I think that's good. Like, I think we got it. I loved, I just love every it, single scene. They had, also, I just thought those cameos were so on point for the years. Like, specifically, like, both movies. Because, like, all of those, like, leading men... leading that's a strong word but like all those male love interests Mm -hmm. were like very of the time of like luke wilson and tom green and that Mm -hmm. look um because like i said sam rockwell wasn't really a thing yet and then in the second movie having like bernie mac and shia labeouf and pink and very 2000s like olsen's like it was just like of those years like they just did that extremely well too Mm -hmm. they're very online nice throwbacks re-watching them it's like oh the nostalgia oh so if Amanda were here, she'd participate as well. But match the friend to the angel. Your thoughts? I think they changed. Perf- well, we're all multidimensional. The angels and the women. Pedro, like, if you had to. Let's see. How so do you, you feel got- today? You can switch it up. 
So you have, you have, I have mine selected. I'm not going to tell you till you do yours. I need to know yours first no. because so you've got, Cause you're going to be like, I could argue that too. I feel you like just pick, follow your heart for I today. I feel like, I feel like Amanda is Alex. Okay. And did I nail it? Do you not think that? I'm not telling you anything. Uh, so it's over. Okay, I Amanda's think that Alex. Amanda is Alex because she's the one that's like, like, I think she can like, she would have fucking hit us with an iron rod and I, not give a damn. I mean, I feel like she like keeps us on point on track. a little bit. She's the most adult of us three. Maybe. She's the most grown up. Okay. Um, I feel like, <laughs> I feel like you're kidding. I, I don't that. want to I don't think I I don't think I fit in any three but then that what? leaves me that leaves me true if those are my choices okay well that's sad well I <laughs> why don't you I don't think like I'm is there I'm nothing not, that you find in common with Drusible? no I don't think so but like I feel like I have I feel like I'm a mixture of all three that's why yeah, I, I don't mean, land same. I don't land in same. one I need a BuzzFeed quiz to honestly tell me. Okay. Like who's I'm on Cameron. I BuzzFeed quiz. I feel like <laughs> I feel like you're you're that like that's how you would like flirt with somebody if you were like start if you were interested. <laughs> you know <laughs> what I mean? <laughs> I would be like, I'd do it for hours. <laughs> and then and then and then I and I think that you guys is- I think you guys have had to coach me before. And I think the way I think Alex and Amanda are that is because uh, Amanda's literally the one going, no, no, no. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yes. She's very. And then, that. and that, like, literally, okay, maybe I'm basing it off of like that scene. No. Because I mean, clearly I am. Yeah. And then Drew is me because I'm like, oh, a, like, uh, a man that speaks Natalie. Like, I'm like that more, like, yeah, quippy. Yeah. No, I mean, that's what I would say. The dynamic, it's very fair. The dynamic of that relationship. <laughs> it's, very, it's very appropriate. Is how I would probably see it. But I also identify with Alex too, because I feel like yeah. I'm. I mean, I identify with aspects of all three of them for sure. Yeah. Um, so I think before I had the exact same assignment of those three. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I somewhat oh wait, you you had the same, the same as one i said that's fine so i had amanda as alex you as dylan me as cameron but then also re-watching them i was like i could also see aspects where natalie. we're all shifted one natalie. so yeah. so nat yeah so i could see amanda as dylan okay because amanda's the most aggressive of the three of us. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll be like i'm gonna fuck you guys up like the most then, badass almost. yeah Sure, we can say that. I don't want to give her all of that. But I mean, sure. she ain't but you here. Know I mean? like, hey, like, she ain't here. She's the angel that's not <laughs> she, here. She's doing more in the flames. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Poor Amanda. She's freaking hard. Um, and then like I can also see you as Natalie because you're also like very up and like fun loving and silly and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like that's clearly our relationship because. I'm realizing a lot of people don't like to sing and dance on cue in a car. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. During all these other group trips. I'm like, hello? I like, know. when are we doing this show? So. We're always on. So, like, we're both a Natalie. Yeah. And then I could also see myself as, um, who's the other one? Alex. Mm-hmm. Because she's, like, very, like, cerebral and, like, academic and more of, like, the introverted one. Yeah. And she's also and the like, one that, like, 
has like a little bit of um trouble with her identity likes telling people yeah and like how to like present that yeah so. and i'm a big compartmentalizer so yes like, i very much get that and also i also feel like i can be the girl that's like no mm-hmm. no <laughs> yeah and with people but yes out of the three of us amanda's the most probably I, yeah i feel like there's we don't an, know about her personal life like that we're just i feel like there's an argument for oh for any of us yeah. or like to, to go through i think so oh, yeah I just and also it. like dylan is a softy inside so there's also that like you're a softy mm-hmm. out of the three of us very sensey yeah she's a double cancer <laughs> carly is a cancer sun and moon look it up it's terrifying <laughs> but you're like we're rising that's like you're a natalie rising but you're, natalie but you're a dylan sun and moon shut <laughs> up that's hilarious but yeah no i can maybe you're argument... demi because you're the astrologist oh boom shit <laughs> just cracks the spoiler alert, i die spoiler i am the villain i mean sure words hey it could happen. I did say I was going to be a villain in 2022. I was over being nice. <laughs> and then instead I've been more accommodating. Well, than that ever. means that just 2023. Means, that just means the hero, you're the hero of your own story. Oh, okay. Perspective. Okay. Come on. Reconfiguration. All right. Let's flip Looking that table. A different angle. All right. I'll take it. No, I still want to be Cameron Diaz, actually. <laughs> no, honestly, yeah. And I very much related to her as a kid, but I think it's like more how I outwardly present very silly but i'm like a little serious grandma on the side yeah serious and then like when she's like putting together the dinner for the boyfriend yeah it feels like every time people are over and i'm like the food the food (laughs) (laughs) and so that was very really well and when she flips her boyfriend over in the second movie because i actually did that to somebody yes when i was younger oh my god no you did not like as a young person to another young person um he was very tiny what happened is um i was on this like you know those people to people trips the student ambassador trips yeah so like this little boy like and my little boy like he was 12 and i was 13 he like grabbed behind me yes that too <laughs> i was gonna say but i'm gonna say it in a second I don't, listen, listen, listen. let me get through this clip let me get through this clip girl but i was thinking it i, didn't yeah, I don't want to say it but i was thinking about that too um so anyways we were like, we're on this Euro trip. And again, I have like a military dad and a Puerto Rican mom. Ascribe to that what you will. I'm always looking at my surroundings, mm-hmm. even as a young person. And so being a little teenager yeah, in Europe, job. somebody put their fucking hand on my shoulder. I was like, uh-uh. And I I just wasn't intentional. The flip was not intentional. I'm sorry that the boy was like 90 pounds, but I grabbed him by the You're wrist. So and strong. I- strong. Indep- <laughs> all the women. <laughs> independent. Who independent. Throw y'all hands up at us. Throw your hands up at strangers that touch me on the shoulder. <laughs> I threw my hand up at this little boy yeah. and I just like yanked him and he like flung across the beach. Oh, Ruby. And I, I didn't like, know that story, but that tracks. Yeah. I mean, don't fuck, fuck around and you'll find out. Hey, he found out. <laughs> you might actually know who it is. I'll tell you later. Okay. Because <laughs> it's funny. But he was tiny. Little 12 year old. So little. Keep your so- hands so baby so like tiny. shout out to Danny. so tiny so like tiny, a baby so, baby. so child so, so little anyway shout out to crystal um, <laughs> and then the other argument for you being dylan is you fall for the bad guy fall for the wrong ones hopefully not this time but the past is the past for a reason we leave them in the past I and also no just comment. being distracted by the hot people i also feel like it's very you 
in general. Listen, it is what it is. <laughs> we all have our thing. I tell people to stick it in my slot. You fall for hot people. <laughs> Amanda's fucking whipping us left and right. Oh and my god. Yeah. No, I mean that's that's a pretty so I good. Think, I think your assessment is my initial assessment, but I was just trying to like think outside the box. This yeah. Weekend. But I agree with, but like we said. We each have elements of each because all of us are multidimensional people. And that's the tea. All right. You ready for the Y2 quick fire? Yes. Y2K quick fire? Yes. All right. <clears throat> what, aside from this, aside from this and aside from studious thing, so like aside from the comfort, um, what is your favorite early ops movie? Uh, I mean, it can be a comfort movie. I'm just saying like one we haven't covered before. Oh my gosh. That's so hard. We're going to have to cut this down. We're going to, well, let's revisit that. Okay. This is the family feud. Pass. I have to like have a list open. That's the problem. Is that I, like my favorite 2000s movie? Okay. Um, what is your favorite Y2K trend? Please don't look that up. That'll take 50 years. I love the sunglasses. Those like the blue like the um you know what they were in a store recently and i almost bought them but i needed somebody to like they're coming back so um, i i'm gonna show you a deranged picture of me after this in those kind of sunglasses (laughs) (laughs) it's like me in those sunglasses and an oversized ut austin t-shirt oh my god well the braces i've got a pair so like i've got a pair of the blue sunglasses now that i thought like just i would (gasps) never you know i'm talking about those circle ones yes oh yes, yes yes they're great yeah, um, that would probably be my that'd okay. be my choice. Um, okay. Oh, well. Rank these, and you can go either order, like from three to one or one to three. Um, rank these queens. Ooh, I want to laugh like song. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, they can't see us, but that's how I felt when I did it. Okay, Hillary Duff, Amanda Bynes, Lindsay Lohan. If I'm going to go off of... Just off of your life. Off, off of, of life, heart. not even like 2000s. Off of, off of also, pro- She's well, the Man I mean, is is probably one of my favorite 2000s movies. Oh, good choice, good choice. She's, yeah, I'll, I'll just go ahead and boldly say that since you said Amanda Bynes. Um, I mean, that's like what you're supposed to do. It's your yeah. instinct. Um, <clears throat> I mean, you can do trajectory. People are interpreting this differently every time. So it's just, where are they in your heart? Cinderella story is amazing. I'm going to go... From I'm gonna go off of this era, and that's what my and heart. And are you going one to three or three to one? I'll go. Th- oh, I'll go three to one. Bronze to gold, gold to bronze. I'll go three to one. Lindsay okay. Lohan. Okay. Is uh at the bottom for me because you hate gingers. No, no, it's because the Parent Trap was like that was like her like where she popped up for me. Sure. And probably where she stayed. Oh. I know. I know. Mean oh, Girls same. is okay. It's iconic, but um, so then I'll go. Number two? I'll go Hillary Duff number two. Okay. Because, I mean, I love Hillary Duff too from her movies and her, yeah, I mean, Disney, Lizzie. Disney kid. And then I'll go Amanda Bynes number one because she was, she was the Nickelodeon side. Yes. Which was, she was always like around in my childhood, I think. I think that would be my ranking. Nice. But for like where they are and how they grew up, 
Hillary well, Duff I is think, queen iconic. I think like, everybody knows that or the ranking of where they ended up. Well, Hillary, like Hillary Duff is number one and Hillary succeeded. Hillary is there. Lindsay's alive. Amanda, we wait to see a tweet now and then. So I mean Hillary Duff reigned, reigned high. Yeah. But... I mean, we all know it was just like as aughts queens. Okay. Good luck with this. Brittany or Christina? Brittany. Um, well, Brittany, so that's easy. I'm going to say why. Is because oh, okay. <laughs> when she popped up. Oh, so when she easy. Popped, Some when, people, it's harder. When she popped up. Don't ask me. When she, well, I mean, Christina's For got me, the, it's also Brittany. So. Well, Christina's got the vocals. Yeah. Like, obviously. But then Brittany was pop star. Like, when she first popped, like, came up on, like, on TV, at, like, whenever they would, like, um, do, like, little concerts for. Those little concerts. Like, the news you know what I'm talking about for the news, like the Today Show, like they have oh. like those mini concerts, or like, or they would be on like, like Regis Channel and One. Kelly, Regis and Kathy Lee, or whatever the they promo, do, like the promos, the promo, um, they all, the performances. Promo was better for Britney. Britney was everywhere, and I was like, I love Britney Spears, and my mom was like, You just love Britney Spears. I'm like, Oh, I just, I just love, I just love Britney Spears. Um, what was a song that got you in trouble at the school dance? <laughs> like what song was playing and you were dancing I'm like uh-uh save him for jesus um <laughs> i feel like you weren't that bad but i, don't I wasn't i wasn't like a. I i wasn't but what would have gotten you trouble? what would have got um probably like too it was like it was probably like throwbacks like those like too close or it's like you know what i'm talking about like genuine <laughs> songs yes. or whatever or you know what song it's um it's the mary j blige one that um that I can't like I can't think of the actual oh uh was it family business no yeah I think it might have we gonna dun, 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 yep. dun, in this dancery that one I remember that so vividly popping up in middle school dances and people getting in trouble for it oh. like dancing in that I think weird mine- gym Middle oh, school middle dance. school was the gym. High school was the cafeteria. I was, <laughs> I, I have vivid memories to lose control. <laughs> in the but that's, is that Sick high school? Is that gross? Yeah. I just said school dance. School I didn't dance. Specify. Oh yeah. Well, I guess. I wasn't ratchet in middle school, Carly. People, people be getting ratchet. Figure out who everybody was. I mean, people were getting ratchet honestly we went get, to one of those I mean, schools the easy that should have been on mtv's true life honestly. the easy answer is get low but oh yeah i don't think that's what was, that was that's the easy answer true easy but it's what popped up in my head first there you go i mean perfect song yeah uh what was your first cell phone ringtone <laughs> oh shoot well like, i had a cell phone if you don't remember. well i i had a cell phone late okay on my own because we didn't we didn't like we shared my sister and i shared a cell phone oh for a while and um then once we yeah and then like late high school we like oh we need our own because we're doing like different sports and more in different areas so um mine was uh sexy back yes (laughs) yep excellent excellent what was your we don't talk about this at amanda's bachelor what was your first aim handle <laughs> my first, my first and only aim handle 
was Animal Freak 22. Yes! <laughs> and and <laughs> 20 for, 21 other people took it. No, it's not true. No, but. I was, I just took that over. I just, because I wanted but to I do wanted, zoology. I just want to keep pushing the, the um, story that 21 other people were also animal freaks before and I you. I kept that email for a little bit longer than I should have. How old were you? I mean, I was in high school no, when before you got I got rid of it. rid of it. Oh, okay. I thought you were like 22. Oh, no, no. Oh, that's funny. Animal though. Freak 22 at Mary Wash. Animal Freak 22 probably <laughs> wouldn't have been kosher. That's when For the like uh, applications. That's whenever the Gmail, the Gmail got Gmail created oh, was for uh, applications to college. colleges. What's like the first reality show you watched that you were like sucked into? I mean, it had to be like Road Rules, right? Yeah. Road Rules, uh, Real World. Some people have rules. watched those. Which... That was probably the first reality show i've i you got into because i didn't really get into survivor i watched oh, the yeah. first watched season but and then is there anything from the early like the y2k era that we should bring back to 2022 besides all the cl- clothes that are already coming back absolutely wait whoa whoa we should never bring back those low rise no and- but like fashions in general are coming back from there so aside from that, anything and you can say none Mm, I got I mean the jean jacket is coming it came back sure. it's been back and I loved my jean jacket growing up yeah so I'm set dancing in the dark those are all right you know what should garden. you know what should come back is those those platform those platform um shoes that had the the water in them with the what? fish you never saw those no oh my god those were bring them back. I bring them back. Them. I gotta see them. I thought you were gonna say platform flip flops. I'm like, I don't think those ones ever left. Those are horrible. Are those oh, the platform flip flops are terrible? The styrofoam like ones. Yeah. Those wedges or whatever. People oh my god. I'm sure Fendi's on the way. It'd be as soon as you get a drop of water on those, they're you're sliding out. You're done. <laughs> ankles <It's> broken. Over. <laughs> oh, not the ankles. Snapping those ankles. It's me and my weak ankles, like. <laughs> All right. Any lingering thoughts? I love these movies. I quote them with people all the time. I love tickets. Well, I tickets. I love tickets. The fact that it's been 22, 22 years. years since, and I like an adult. Honestly, it's if, if I quote this, if I quote this like in casual conversation and it's like with a new group and they don't understand it, I'm like, mm, yellow flag. Like, not red not red completely because that's unhinged <laughs> to oh, like write oh, people well, off no immediately confusing. so yeah. yellow is like not sure about you yet you yellow's know. like mm, that needs to that's concerning we'll see True. why like red flag that. is like that's i'm not speaking speak. yeah like, i'm not talking to you anymore yeah a red flag would be like someone who doesn't laugh every time i talk all around this friendship can continue oh, look at that. Us. all right well oh i was like trying to think of something <laughs> to say i was trying to think of something quotable to say until next time she is so fired <laughs>